Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and after a couple month break hiatus, Katie, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. We're glad to be back. Sorry, I struggled with the word hiatus. Um, (laughs) It's a difficult one. It's not one you say a lot. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever said it. Um, I probably have, but anyways. So technically, I think this starts season three. If we're looking through it on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Technically, it's season three. Season three, and it is a new season in our lives here in New yeah. York City as we're back in New York City. The last time we recorded, we were in Texas. We've been back in the city for a couple of months. We just have been going through a lot of life change. Um, a lot. New York City is going through a lot of change. Yeah. And we've got a lot to talk about. We do. It's almost hard to figure out where we start because yes. there's so much. So we're going to divide things up into the next few weeks of podcasts and try to cover everything from schools to what we're doing now? Are we staying? Are we going? Are we, you know, just all of those things, all those questions that I get. Um, but today we're really going to tackle the mass exodus from New York City. Yes. Is that a reality? Is that something that the media has spun up? We're going to talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about um, kind of what it's like here right now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's maybe talk about like what's what's happened in our lives in the last couple of months. And then let's talk about like the reality of the city right now. Yeah. So when we came back from Texas, we had to quarantine for two weeks, 14 days. And to be honest, I'm a real stickler about that because if that's the rule and that's what's going to keep our city safe, that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, we've um, heard of some people who haven't done that. And to be quite frank, it it makes me mad. Like it, it, it upsets me because there's a rule, there's a law that they put out to make our city safe and that people aren't abiding by that really, it really irritates me. Um, And it's not fun, you know, like 14 days, I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. We just got back from Texas, we'll relax. We haven't been in our apartment for six weeks. This is gonna be great. And after day three, it was like, oh, okay, this is about all we got. But you know what? We were healthy and we were keeping our city healthy and it's just what you gotta do. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, one of the things I appreciate about New Yorkers is while there have been some people that haven't followed all the rules, when you're outside, almost everyone's wearing a mask. I mean, Mm -hmm. people are following the the rules. The restaurants are following the rules. It is because we went through so much. I think people here get it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's why I think we've, we've done so well the last couple of months with the improvements uh, that have happened in the numbers here in the city. So yeah. That's so we're back. We quarantined. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's happened is for me, I got my first office in New York yeah, City, we and so decided to kick Nils out of the apartment. You kicked me out because you were <laughs> tired of me taking over half the apartment um, yeah. during work hours, which is a lot of hours for me. Yeah. So if you follow me on Instagram, you. Um, seen our apartment tour and how we have it set up. We have what's called a junior four apartment. And that means that we took the dining room area um, and it's small and converted into our bedroom. And then the one bedroom that the one true bedroom that this apartment has, we gave to the girls so they could have their desks and their stuff and all that in one area instead of out in the living room. So when they go to bed, this area, that's our bedroom slash living room slash you know, dining room area, that kind of becomes our studio apartment. And then the girls have their area in there. That's also where our desks were set up for work, which was fine because before 
Nils would work while the girls were at school and yep. he traveled a lot. And so it all worked. But then when we were all home and he was in their room yes. eight hours a day on meetings and the girls were out in the living room the whole time, it just got, it got too small and yep. it got too cluttered because anything that the girls wanted throughout the day, they had to bring out to the living room. Yes. And so it just created a lot of mess, a lot of space issues. Yeah. And, you know, we realized once we got back from Texas that things weren't going to go back to the way they were anytime yes. soon. Yes. So it's not like, so when we started all that in March, we we're like, Oh yeah, we'll probably be back at school by the end of June. No problem. And then once we realized, I don't even know if we're going to be back at school and we'll talk about that on another podcast, we had to make changes. Yep. Um, and so that was the first change was Nils getting his own space yep. outside of the house to work in. Well, and I, I had one of those situations like you've seen on TV with Zoom calls where my, my kids, I use a backdrop behind me so that the kids could come in and get stuff as they needed it while I was in meetings. Tip-toe and in. While, yeah, while I was in a client meeting, Shelby, our youngest, uh, tripped over our my backdrop and knocked it over and you could see her fingertips over the top of it, holding it up. And she's like, I don't you know what to do. And I was like, just let it go. And so in the middle of the meeting, the backdrop fell down and yeah. she's, you know, scurried out of the apartment. And so it was, room, yeah. it was time to be yeah, out of the, out of the room. Um, so it was time to get an office. So I, I got to, you know, went to, a, I found uh, on, I actually had two office options. I had, mm-hmm. um, a lady whose kids are out of the house across the street from us in the building across the street from us offered one of her extra rooms uh, to be my office, or I had a real estate office, um, you know, about 10 blocks from us that, that opened, that had a little office space that they opened up for me. So I went with the real estate office. It's a tiny three by six, uh, I guess, space ish, you know, I don't know. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen some of my, post about the new office. And it's been fun to have a little commute, a little 10 minute walk to work every day. And uh, it's a good weather season too. And so, yeah, it's been fun to kind of have a little grown up life of going to the office and coming home. So that has created some space here and it's created some separation for me uh, with work and home. So yeah, that's been a fun change in our, our world. And with that, we decided to redo the apartment since we'd be spending a lot more time here. We had, um, kind of old Ikea furniture that we had had that had, some of it had made two cross-country trips yeah. <laughs> by this time. And old Ikea couch and um, a table that wasn't ideal for the space. So we just said, you know what, we are going to redo this. And mm-hmm. so we put our desks underneath the girls' loft beds. We got a um, sofa bed. Yep for the girls room so now they have it's almost like a little dorm room in there they have a couch and a tv and it's kind of like if if you were living in a a house you would have maybe a playroom for the kids so it feels kind of like that so i know my sister and other friends are like oh they have a couch and a tv in their room but i don't really see it as their room it's just like a playroom kind of thing And then in here, in our living room, we got a new dining table, we got a new couch, new chair. Um, And so everything just fits really well and it feels new and it feels fresh. And the kids aren't in here all the time. So it stays really clean and it just has, I feel like it has brought a new breath of fresh air into our apartment and it just makes it really nice to be here. Yes, yes. It's been great. So one of the other changes, you you have something? 
Oh, I was just gonna say another change is a car. Yeah, that's big change. That's yeah, a huge I wasn't change. even gonna forget about that. I wanted to make sure you remembered yeah. it. So we decided to buy a car. Yeah. Um, and I don't really, I don't know what it was. So when we went to Texas, we had toyed around with with the idea of getting a car in Texas and driving back up to New York City. And I think we talked about that in our last podcast, Um, but it just didn't work out. We didn't quite find the right deal on the car. And there were just so many uncertainties. Like, would we even be able to find good hotels to stay Mm -hmm. in? Is that even safe to deal with, with coronavirus? And so we just flew back. And then once we got back here, I just couldn't shake the thought I, I just wanted a car. Yeah. I wanted to be able to get out and explore. And I think mostly because not everything in New York City is open yeah. yet. And so when the kids were in school and we had ballet twice a week and we were going here and there in church, the city really kept us busy. Yeah. And we didn't have any reason to leave the city. But now... I want to do everything outside and I want to be able to go to a park or um, go explore, go visit friends in Connecticut or wherever Mm -hmm. they move to. Um, And so that's, that's what we wanted to do. And honestly, I think part of it too was after living here through the pandemic, I wanted a way to be able to leave the city if we needed to. Yeah. Um, And I don't mean that like in a scary way, but kind of in a more realistic way. We didn't need it. And there was never a time when I was like, oh, I just want to get out of here. I need to get out. But if we had had it earlier, it would have been nice to be able to get out of the city a little bit and drive around. And, you know, we've been to places like Ikea and Walmart and Target and those things, you know, out in New Jersey and Connecticut, we went to an aquarium in Connecticut uh, because those are more open than the ones here in the city. And so it just has opened up a lot for us. Yeah. And we went and saw our friends that live in Connecticut, spent a weekend with them and went that moved out of the city in our building. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, it's, it's been a great gift, uh, to our family, uh, to have that here. Here's a question, Katie, what mm-hmm. kind of car does a New Yorker buy? Like what goes into your mind when you buy a, <laughs> car, buy a car in the city? So for us, it was, we did not want to get a new car right? because if you drive in the city or park in the city, whether it's on the street or in a garage, you're going to get dings. Always. You're going to get dents. Yep. You're going to have somebody hit your bumper as they're parking. So I didn't want to get a new car and be stressed when any kind of like little scratch happened because it's going to happen. Um, And so I figured new wouldn't be the the best, but we still wanted something comfortable. We didn't want, you know, when we did drive out of the city, I didn't want to be uncomfortable in the car or worry about it breaking down or anything like that. That was the key. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided to get, there was a dealership in Queens that we went through and we got a used 2018 Mazda 6. Yep. So it's comfortable, but not too big. Um, And it was a rental car beforehand. So it did have more miles on it than probably a a normal 2018 car would, but we don't drive it that much or that far. And so miles really didn't matter that much to us either. 
it was mostly once we set, sat in the car, was it comfortable? Did it fit us well? Could we park it easily? And yeah, the 2018 Mazda 6 really worked out for us because even like their base model has everything that we needed. Yes. And a little bit more, to yeah. be honest. So yeah, for it sure. was really nice. And we got what I feel like is a good deal. We didn't yeah. didn't pay too much for yeah. it. And um, it gave us the freedom that we wanted. And I have a fear of commitment. And so I like <laughs> I, I process things in a way of, can we get out of this? And yeah. so it's one of those deals where it's like, you know what? We could go sell it and be out for minimal, you know? And so yeah. I, I just don't like to be upside down. And so sure. we're, we're not upside down. We've got a very functional car that works and mm-hmm. gets us out of the city. And so I, we're thrilled about that new purchase and, and what that's done for our family. So yeah. let's get to the point of this conversation mm-hmm. of, is everybody leaving New York City? Well, yeah. we're not leaving. We're not leaving. Nope. Uh, we, we just bought new <laughs> furniture and a new car. Yes. And you're, you've got an office space. We're digging our roots deeper. Yeah, I think that's that's been the biggest thing for us is it really solidified the fact that we're here yeah. and we want to support our city through everything, not yep. just the good times. And I think I've said this on the podcast before. When we first came, um, one of the pastors, um, and I can't remember who yeah, it was. John right Tyson. Now. John Tyson. Yeah. I knew that. Um, John Tyson said, so many people, and I'm paraphrasing, so many people come to New York City to get something from the city, yep. but hardly anybody comes to give. Yep. And we have gotten so much out of the city from living here. Um, it's time to give back and yep. it's time to support our neighbors and love our neighbors and be kind to our neighbors and um, not give up because and I'm not faulting anybody for leaving. So that's kind of the next part we're going to talk mm-hmm. about is have people left? Yes. You know, honestly, a lot of our friends have. Yeah. Our best friends who lived on the fourth floor of our building, who our kids played all the time. Yeah. We would come and go to each other's apartments. Yeah. They decided they've always wanted to buy a house in Connecticut. Yeah. And they just decided, you know what? Neither one of our jobs need us to come in to an office. Let's just go get the house we wanted in Connecticut and let's get rid of our apartment in the city. And then I think their plan is once they do have to come back for their jobs, they'll probably commute in for a little while. And then once their jobs get more regular and they have to come in every day, then they'll get an apartment again here in the city. So they're not gone forever, but they did see an opportunity to Mm -hmm. make a change. And she was born and raised in New York. So she's never lived anywhere else in the city. She grew up in Manhattan. And so it's not like she's leaving Manhattan to escape or anything like that. She's like, well, it's a good time to try something else. She never has. Um, And we have other friends who have houses in other places and just decided to go to those second houses. That's something we do not have, <laughs> but some people do. Yeah. Um, but then others just saw it as a time, you know, where they moved close, moved to a place they've always wanted to live yeah. in or moved closer to family or honestly, some people just, it was traumatic here yeah. during, um, during the height of COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame people for not wanting to be around anymore because it was traumatic and it was a lot to take in and it's no slight to them or no diss to them that they felt the need to leave because I get it. Um, It doesn't mean that they're weak or don't love New York city. Um, It's just, it was a lot. Yeah. Yep. And this will be, 
one of those memories that I, you know, that, that our kids will look back on and, mm-hmm. and obviously the whole world was affected, but what we experienced in the city was just, it's unbelievable, you know, and it, yeah. it, it was traumatic. And, um, but, yeah, I, but I think, I think we're in and, um, yeah. but, and, and our kids are starting to go back to school uh, and yeah, they've well, begun school. Yeah. We'll talk, talk about that next. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk get, about that on we'll the, talk next about school the next podcast okay. because that is such a yeah. robust yeah. <laughs> um, discussion. And so we'll talk about school a little bit more, but you so, know, just with the mass exodus thing, yeah. Yes, people have left, but a lot of people have stayed. Yeah. I don't I I personally don't see it as extreme as sometimes I see portrayed in the media yeah. with just everybody's leaving and um you know, there are a lot more people than normal leaving, yeah. yes, but there are a lot of people that stayed. Yes. Um and yeah, there's a lot of us here. It, it it's I think time will tell. Um, sure. and so what, what we do see is we, we see friends that have left and we see restaurants that are closing. Yes. Uh, we see a lot of that. We, we actually, though, we've had, we have probably three families that we know that have just moved here. Yeah. Um, and more on the way and more on the way. And so that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, um, it's interesting to see, I would say if there's ever been a great time to move to New York city, this is the time rent's cheaper than it's ever been uh, in the last probably 30 years. Uh, I'm working in a real estate office uh, is where I'm renting an office from. And so I hear them talking about it. And, you know, for the first time ever, they're giving away free months of rent in certain, it's just so competitive with open space. There's never been so much free space in Manhattan, especially. Um, So there's, there's a lot of opportunity here. And, Businesses are going to be different. Restaurants are going to be different. Mm-hmm. It's been sad to see some restaurants we really like uh, that have already closed. Mm-hmm. Um, but new things are going to be birthed, and we, we, we believe in the city. Uh, we believe in por- being a part of the rebuilding of the city and the new New York uh, and what that will look like. And so I think we're very optimistic. And um, yeah. Yeah, but I know a lot of people are going through a really hard time right now. I mean, a lot yeah. of people have lost jobs. Um, and are struggling and with the school situation with kids doing hybrid or all remote, it is a very unsure time here and very, yeah, there's just so many things up in the air and, you know, you can't eat inside of restaurants anymore. So you can eat out on the street, which has been nice because it's been nice weather, but you know, that's just not sustainable for the restaurants (laughs) and for the wait staff for, A longer period of time. Um, the museums are starting to open, but you have to get tickets in advance and yeah. movie theaters aren't open. There's just so much in flux right yeah. now that it's just a very strange time. So yes, the rent is cheaper here than it usually is. But if you do move to New York during this time, you have to understand that it's not going to be it's not going to be the same, you know, it's going to be a little bit different when you get here. And I feel like people need to have a a sensitivity to what New Yorkers just went through and be here to support the neighborhood that they move into and the people. And, um, yeah. I I think though, for people moving here, when, when you don't know what was it's, it's great. 
you know, there's still great restaurants. There's great bodegas. There's everything's walkable. The subway's more empty. I think some ways it's actually more livable than it was before for new people moving in where so much of the crowds of Times Square, the crowds of the subway, the, um, just that what was in New York City when you moved here, it, it could feel so overwhelming, but you still have the cultural diversity. You still have great food. You still have great energy and buzz and life. And and I say that to say that like we've got our windows open right now and you haven't heard one thing up here tonight of it's more quiet than yeah. it's ever been, which I think is going to be helpful for people moving here to adapt and adjust. And we have already seen in the last month of everyday things are, Things are becoming more active. More people are out. Yes. And it's becoming more like the old New York, but it will never be what it was. Yeah. What's interesting is it's starting to come more alive, but there are no tourists. Yeah. There's There are a few people who may come in from Connecticut or New Jersey or one yep. of those surrounding states that can drive in and out sure. and they don't have to do the quarantine, but um, there's no tourists. So like, for instance, yesterday we went and did... Uh, you know, a fun day out in the city. Yeah. And we decided we would go to Times Square first. We would take the train. Yep. I had taken it once a month ago, but Nils and the kids hadn't taken six the train months. in six months. Yeah. And so we were like, you know what? It's time. Yeah. Let's let's go take the train. We're going to go down to Times Square. I wanted to check it out for myself because I had heard stories about what it was like down yep. there. And then also the new Krispy Kreme just opened. Um, and it's 24 hours Krispy Kreme donuts, which we don't have here in the city. (laughs) And so that was a big deal. And so we decided to do that. Yeah. And the train was great. It wasn't crowded down on the platform. Emery actually said, Emery has gotten it in her head that she hates the subway all of a sudden. Well, she's kind of been that way for a little while. But (laughs) she's kind of quirky. uh, She's like, I don't want to go on the subway. And then she's like, while we're riding it, she's like, it's really not that bad. I think I kind of like it. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, because it was super clean, not yep. very crowded, and easy way to get down to the Times Square. It's actually Square. more spacious than an Uber when you got to cram yeah. into an Uber. Hundred yeah. percent. Yep. Um, now I will say that Times Square uh, was was worse than what I was hoping for. Really? And I'll say, and I'll tell you why. So I was talking to my sister today, and usually Times Square is packed, no matter mm-hmm. what time you go down there. It's just mm-hmm. people everywhere, um, and so. The, the schizophrenic who is talking to himself or yeah. the homeless individual who is laying in a doorway sleeping, yeah. it's easier, whether this is right or wrong, to keep walking and not notice them. Mm-hmm. But all those people are still there, but the crowd is not. Mm-hmm. And so you can't, you can't overlook them now. You can't yeah. keep moving in a crowd. So there was... Um, a man who I, I would guess was schizophrenic started following us and talking about reading a story to yeah. kids and about his dad and, and there was nobody else around. It was just yeah. us and he was following yeah. us. There's yeah. no way to es- escape in the crowd and there's no way to not see the homeless um, individuals laying in the doorways, yeah. you know, like you just can't overlook them. And so maybe that means you know, more work for us that yeah. it's not easy to overlook them now. So now we need to look at them and we need to help them. Yeah. Um, but when there's not the crowd there in Times Square, you do feel more vulnerable yeah. because 
there's not help right there. And honestly, yeah. we saw no police officers yeah. down there. Yeah. You pointed that out as we were walking out of Times Square. So it didn't feel, I didn't feel unsafe because we were sure. all together as a family. Yeah. I wouldn't go by myself yeah. right now. And that yeah. was on a Saturday at like yeah. 11 o'clock in the morning. So it wasn't at night. Yeah. Um, and so I was, I was saddened by that. Yeah. But we still went to the Disney store. Yep. We still went to Krispy Kreme and walked around. And I know, I know Times Square will come back, but it was, it was sad to see. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was spacious though to for the kids to get around. Oh yeah, we never um, let Shelby take her scooter down there because yep. it's just always so congested. But she was riding her scooter yep. and all of that. Krispy Kreme was amazing. It was good. Yeah. Yep. There was a little bit of a line too. Yeah. We waited about 10 minutes to get yeah. in. So, so people are coming down there. Yep. There's our kids first time to ever have a Krispy Kreme and Central mm -hmm. Park was amazing. Yeah. See, weekend. that's, that's the big difference is now the Upper East Side, like our neighborhood and Central Park are way more crowded than Times Square, which <laughs> yeah. is so crazy to think about. But we went up to Central Park and it was like a movie. I mean, yeah. the weather was perfect. People had their picnic blankets spread out. Yeah. There were tons of musicians all yeah. in the park. Everybody was happy and wearing a mask and kind and it was gorgeous and it was perfect. Yeah. It really was the perfect day. I mean, um, from Central Park into our neighborhood, all of that was just so nice. And we went and saw the new statue. Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw I posted a picture. It is a statue of three women. It is Sojourner Truth, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and Susan B. Anthony. And it is the first statue depicting real women in Central mm -hmm. Park. So there are fictional women like Alice in Wonderland or Mother Goose, and there are plenty of male historical figures. And there's even a statue of a real life dog, Balto. There's never been a statue crazy. of women before. Yeah. And so we took our girls down there to see it because I think it's important. Yeah. And there was a makeshift memorial to Ruth Bader Ginsburg yeah. there as well. So, and there was um, a little band next yeah. to it, like a little twenties yeah. um, kind of tribute band that was playing and yeah, yeah it was just perfect. It was. it was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Two things that I well, just one thing. Uh, okay. If you there's a common theme in this, if you're not following Katie on Instagram, you need to be following <laughs> Katie on Instagram at Coming to NYC. It's how uh, in between podcasts uh, the best way to keep up with our day to day lives. And we're going to be doing that. I'm going to be doing that more often. It's been a crazy six months. Yep. But now it's time to get back to podcasting, and we're getting back to normal life too. So yes. I'll be posting even more over there as well. Good. Well, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. And anything else as we wrap up this episode? Yeah, no, I think I think what I want everybody to understand is New York City did take a hit. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take a little while to come back. But the people that are here are amazing. Yes. And we're not scared. Nope. Um, we're not scared for our lives. We're not, there are no fire, you know, people lighting fires or vandalizing anything. Um, everybody really does have a sense of, camaraderie and we mm -hmm. went through something difficult we're going to come out and yes people left that's okay yep. the ones that are here are ready to keep moving forward and keep things open um, i know a lot of people are going to restaurants and trying to mm -hmm. keep the bodegas and the restaurants and the mom and pop shops open um, 
I think that you're really going to see a resurgence in New York yeah. City. And yeah, we're not afraid. We're not scared. And some crime is up, but it's nowhere near where it was in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we'd have to increase by like 600% to be back to where, yeah. you know, those stories in the old old days from the 80s yeah. <laughs> are. Um, so we don't go out super late at night. We're mm -hmm. still careful, but that's the way we always were in New York City. Yep. Um, but the charm and the personality and the energy and New York City just can't be beat. Yep. It can't be held down and it's going to come back and we're so excited to be part of it. Yep. So come to New York City. No, <laughs> not with the 14 day quarantine. Not with the 14 day quarantine, <laughs> but plan to move here and then quarantine for 14 <laughs> days or... Or wait till the the you know whatever, and you don't when you don't have to quarantine. Uh, we want people to come back to New York City. We do. We yes. love the city. Hopefully, the fourteen day quarantine will not great, last forever, and we can yes. you guys can come back and enjoy it and see for yourself everything we've been talking about. And Katie will let you know when when you're allowed uh, to come <laughs> yes. to come back. Thanks for listening to this episode. Go follow follow Katie on Instagram or go to the website uh, coming to New York City dot com. We'll talk to you again on the next episode.